Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Best Journey Podcast. I am your host, Maddie, and this podcast is where I get to share the word of the Lord with you in an honest and encouraging way. And in that, I prayerfully hope and desire for God to reveal himself to you in your own journey. The heart of this podcast is found in scripture and in what God has shown me. See, the Christian walk, life itself is a journey, but what's more is your journey in and with the Lord. That is the best journey of all. So welcome to the Best Journey Podcast. It is a extra special episode today, guys, as I'm not the only one here with a microphone. Today, we have a guest with us, and it is the founder of Armed in Faith, Glenn Wilhelm. Which you guys know, this podcast would not be possible without the incredible ministry of Armed in Faith. So Glenn, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my honor to be here, Maddie. And to be here with you is extra special. Yes, yes. So we'll get to hear your story, your testimony, a little background into how Armed in Faith came to be. But before we get started... I think the listeners need to know just one fun fact about us. And I think they should know that we're related. We are. I'm blessed to call you my niece. Well, thank you. I'm blessed to have you as my uncle. I think he is the hashtag funny uncle. He's always cracking jokes. He's always smiling, laughing. It's the best. He likes to have fun. Well, thank you. Well, I, I'm going to try and live up to those words. I don't know that I can do it, but I certainly appreciate uh, your sentiment. You don't even have to try. You just do it. So, <laughs> well, without further ado, Uncle Glenn, what is your testimony? How did you get to where you are today? And how does Armed in Faith play into that? Sure. Wow. Boy, that is a... A, a loaded question because I am one who grew up without church in my home. Uh, didn't the only church that I ever had as a kid was an occasional Sunday school just so I could play on the Sunday school basketball team. So that was really my only exposure uh, as a as a child. As an adult, uh, I believed in God. Uh, I believed in Jesus. But we I also know that if you look at Matthew four, uh, Satan, the devil himself believes in Jesus as well and believes in God. So knowing God and believing in God does not mean that you're repenting and you have a, a relationship and you've given your life to God. So that's, you know, one of the big things I've really learned. Um, but it really, uh, unfortunately, it was a, uh, it was a very tragic event that really led me to the relationship with God. And that is the passing of my daughter, your cousin, Kelly. Mm -hmm. And Kelly actually passed five days before her 21st birthday. She had a, a, a bout with, with cancer. She had surgery. She had a tumor about that big uh, inside her rib cage. And uh, kind of a long story short, after doing enough therapies to get it shrunk small enough so we could do surgery, she had surgery. Everything was doing great. Uh, and then two months later, out of the blue, we lost her literally within 12 hours. And uh, uh, a little fact about Kelly. Kelly was very rebellious, had a very, uh, I'm going to say, difficult childhood. Her mom 
uh, left. And so I was a single dad, got remarried. Kelly struggled with a lot of anxiety and depression and literally like voices in her head. So those people who think that, uh, you know, if you look at the Bible, we talk about evil spirits in their past. I firmly believe that Satan is very present today. And I've talked to many, many people since who have experienced the same thing. But uh, it was kind of crazy. Kelly accepted Jesus about four minutes before she passed away. So Kelly's entire life, she was a non-believer. And it was really, I'm giving you the very condensed version of this, Maddie, but it was really when I think about, and I know Kelly's in heaven. There's been a lot of signs that have occurred uh, stories. I know Kelly's in heaven. And I thought to myself, it's like, wow, what if Kelly didn't accept Jesus right before she passed? Because I know that I'm going to be re reunited with her again in heaven. And I thought to myself, as Kelly's story, we actually lost her for a period of time. We had a code blue in the emergency room, meaning that she she resuscitation was needed. We thought we lost her, but God brought her back for one final opportunity. And it was when we she, we got to go in and see her after she came back that she accepted Jesus. I'm like, wow, what a gift from God that he gave Kelly that opportunity to receive him so that she can have eternal life with him forever and ever. I thought to myself, wow, not everybody gets that chance. So I, I really, it was about, a, it was, it, so the beginning of last year of 2020, God put it on my heart. I've been stirring and stirring. It was really through Kelly's passing where I thought I was saved. And I knew I had a relationship with Jesus. But as I said earlier, I knew of God, but I didn't really have that intimate relationship. I hadn't repented and given my life to the Lord. But through Kelly, I now am confident that I know, I know Jesus personally and intimately. And not only do I get to have that abundant life here on earth, but that heaven and eternal life for me is also possible as well. And it's going to occur and I get to do it with Kelly. So I, the whole, where did Armed and Faith come from? It's like, we as Christians, where would you be, Maddie, if nobody ever shared the gospel with you? If your mom or dad hadn't introduced you to church, or the listeners out there, if somebody didn't share their testimony, it's those testimonies. And what I, unfortunately, I think is just so prevalent today, we as, and I don't even like to use the words Christians, because I think it's so watered down as followers, Christ's followers, are we sharing the good news of Jesus Christ? Are we doing what we're commanded to do? And I, unfortunately, I think men, I, we, we don't want to be offensive. So our mission statement here at Armed and Faith is to encourage and equip others to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Because I am no theologian. And a lot of people think we have to quote scripture to share the good news. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. You know, and, and uh, so many times in the in the scriptures, so it's it's to, uh, what is it, First uh, Peter 3.15, I believe, that we are called to revere Christ as Lord and share the hope with others that we have. 
So what's your story? That's all you got to do is share your story. So that's what we do here at Armed in Faith. We encourage and equip, meaning give tools so that others can share their faith more easily with others. That was a mouthful and I missed a lot, but there you go. That's that's kind of the summary of how we got our origin. I love that. I mean, to really think about what are you doing with your life? And it's just so much more than, okay, I accept Jesus, but now what? And I, and I love that you were able to look back and see that because a lot of times I think we as Christians or followers can often look back and we see the Lord's hand on those hard times, but we don't know it at the time. And maybe sometimes even question if God's working in that circumstance or situation at all, but maybe we can learn to look for God working during those hard times and have the courage to look up and ask, okay, God, what do you have for me in this? What can I learn? So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, and I went to church prior to Kelly passing. I went to church for about 10 years here in, in Denver, which is where I live. And I would go to, the, to church on Sundays, maybe three, two or three times a month. And that was it. And I don't know, was I, a, was I a Christ follower? Was I really a Christian? I knew him. I believed him. But since then, I've learned, I mean, I've given my life to the Lord. And I wake up and I'm like, thank you, Jesus. And I, Jesus is with me throughout the day. I mean, it's a series of little prayers and thank yous and gratitude. And to literally walk and have that, that relationship with the G, with Jesus, man, it's been, it's been a huge life transformation for me. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, wow, what a blessing that we have every single day. I feel like it's really the little things. Like when you actually decide for yourself, how am I going to live today? And what you do today determines your future, your, your outlook for tomorrow. Even though we we're not promised, it's a matter of how Am I going to choose to live today? How am I going to choose to view these circumstances, this hard time, and to actually take the focus off of the past, yourself, and onto what does God have for me? How can I actually help other people? Because I know so many people want to help other people, but it's a matter of making a decision for yourself first. Absolutely. And we've been conditioned in today's world society not to say anything. That, that, that's the evil one working and Agreed. not winning, but maybe winning now. Ultimately, we know that Jesus wins because uh, the devil he can't compete with Jesus. Um, but right now it's like, oh, don't be don't be offensive. Uh, you know, respect other people's well. We also know what, that, uh, uh, what is it, John 14, 6, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And it's like, oh, your, your, your religion is your religion as long as we all do good. And unfortunately, that's not true. That's not the Bible. To have that eternal life, it is through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. 
And, you know, unfortunately, Maddie, I've talked to many people that says, Glenn, I don't, I don't want eternal life. Mm, wow. I don't want eternal life. I am, I'm tired of this life as it is right now. But Jesus also said, I have life so they may have it abundantly here on earth. And, you know, for me, I was a big partier back in the day. I'll be the first to admit that. And I didn't want a relationship with Jesus because, man, if I did that, I'm not going to be able to do this and this and that. And that is like, oh, my God, all my fun is going to be taken away. Well, it's just it changes your heart where what you thought was fun was actually filling those voids of emptiness that we have in our lives. And somehow you're never truly satisfied. You keep searching and searching. But the Bible says that God planted eternity in our hearts. We can never find that fulfillment here on earth that we keep searching for and wind up empty with. <laughs> We're never going to find that satisfaction except through, uh, through Jesus Christ alone. So we can search all we want. And yeah, maybe you don't want eternity here you know you're tired of this life what what's the next life i don't i'm but eternity with god and changing your heart here on earth gets you excited for heaven right. it gets you excited for what god has to offer so amen to that right it, it was almost you know like you if you look in the book of james i think it's 4 14 like our life here is like a puff of smoke meaning it is so quick our life here is not to you know you oh follow your heart no the bible says just the opposite don't follow your heart because your heart is is full of wickedness right mm -hmm. and yeah. evil we are here for a reason we are here to share the good news with other people you know and i'm sure that you've experienced this as well I've been in a, a sermon before, and we talk about um, the Great Commission to go make disciples of all men. And you 45 minutes, you're all fired up, and you get home and you go, I don't know how. Right. I, I can't, I can't <laughs> quote scripture. I don't I don't know what to say. I, I'm no theologian. I can't go do that. And who am I? I'm a hypocrite, right? Because I still sin. And we're right, we're always sinners. But we try and do better every single day. That's what we work for. So that's one of the things we're trying to do here at, at Armed in Faith. We we sharing the gospel made easy. A seven-day how-to. Literally, baby steps just to, if somebody interacts and said, uh, you know, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Man, I'm so blessed today. The Lord is so good. Right? There's little things that we can do to just start planting seeds where somebody says, Wow. They're blessed. The Lord has blessed them. How, how does the Lord bless them? It's a little thing. But it's so it could be life-changing for someone. Because what we take for granted, other people, you know, something's like, man, I'm doing really good. How about you? Is there anything I can pray for you mm -hmm. about? And they're like, what? And yeah, it catches them that, off guard. <laughs> and you, you, people need prayer. People are having a rough time in this life. Christians and non-Christians alike. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people think that prayer could only be for, you know, your Christian family. But like you said, it catches them off guard. Like you're going through a drive through and you say, is there anything I can pray for you about today? Because they look like they're having a hard day. And 
it takes courage to do. It, it may feel uncomfortable at first, but you see that change in their face. You see that change in their eye. And even if they deny it, you planted a seed right. by just being courageous and obedient and acting on what we're called to do. So you don't know the impact that you can have even by just changing up your words to other people. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, Maddie, but I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell every listener out there, you can't save anyone. Agreed. I can't save anyone. Yep. Only Jesus can do that. But you know what we can do? We can make introductions. Yep. We can plant seeds. That's all we're called to do. It, it's, it matters. I mean, if we're to be the vessels, we have to be willing. So I think hearing your story and your perspective, it's maybe that you had that call to help people see, hey, you matter. You're here. This is what we're called to do. Let's do it together. You know, and I love that about Armed in Faith is there's so many resources and that it's a family and we're here to fellowship. No one is meant to do life alone. There are so many hurting and broken people. And when you're doing this, you're being changed in the process too. So God has a way of working about everything so beautifully. Nice. So Uncle Glenn, I have one question for you. Sure. What is the biggest thing that you've recently learned or that the Lord has been or is currently teaching you? That Jesus wants an intimate relationship with me. Right? It's, he wants me to listen to him. He wants me to obey him. He wants me to follow him. He wants me to trust him, just like we trust our fathers. That's what he wants. He wants that intimate relationship. And here's the thing for the longest time that I thought, Maddie, is like, I need to read the Bible. I need to read the Bible. When you have that mind shift and you say, and you open the Bible because you want to, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's a reason this is the number one selling book of all time. It is, you know, like one of the things that I, I left my professional career and I just started, I am now, in addition to being executive director in Armed and Faith, I started a new business called Coaching with Glenn, where I help people who are stuck in grief. Now, here's the thing. Grief occurs in many it's not just losing a loved one you could lose a job right your grief is everywhere did you know the theme of grief is referenced over 200 times in the bible why because god you think god the father didn't grieve when he brought his perfect son into the world and he bore the sins of you and me and everybody past and present to the point where God didn't even know him and rebuked him until he was raised again. God knows our grief. And it goes in all different situations that there is so much love and there is so much comfort available to all of us. It is literally the guidebook for life. 
here and eternally. It's incredible. Can't get enough. I feel like a lot of people don't realize how applicable the Bible is for today. Like all of the characters in that Bible deal with the exact same feelings, emotions, temptations, circumstances, just like we deal with today. So I, that's incredible. And I've, I maybe people don't give grief the attention that it deserves and consider God and Jesus in that. So that's really cool perspective. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, another thing that I've learned, and here's the thing, you know, when we talk about our talents, right, God gives us all gifts. And I encourage everybody, if you don't know the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, look that up, the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. Because when we, and because when Jesus uh, left, said, hey, the Holy Spirit's going to be here with you, for you, until I return. So look that up, nine uh, fruits of the Holy Spirit is is number one look that up but he is just such an incredible blessing to us in so many different aspects that you everyone we have gifts and some are going to have gifts of leadership others are going to be able to quote scripture other people you can be christ-like and not say a single bible scripture bible verse you don't have to quote scripture to be an advocate of having a relationship with Jesus and all that that entails. Because a lot of people feel, oh, I'm not worthy because of various reasons. No, Jesus says, come as you are. And if you have come, he doesn't want your talents wasted. Share the good news with other people. People want to hear. There are people, millions of people get persecuted for trying to hear the good news. And we take it for granted here in our country. We really do. I, I feel like a lot of times we don't see ourselves as good enough. And that's simply a lie. That's a lie from the enemy right there. And that God works best in our weakness. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, ashamed, unworthy, whatever, lay that all down because that's that those are not of the Lord. The Lord definitely wants to hear you and to have that intimate personal relationship with you. And when you choose and make the decision, like you did even Uncle Glenn, you know, I want to read the Bible. I'm choosing to read the Bible. I'm choosing to follow and obey. Your life has changed. Your heart is changed because that's not anything that we did. You made the decision, but God is the one who changes you from the inside out. God is the one who's good. It's not anything that we did, but it's him. And Amen. it's Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, if you want to learn more about what we were doing at Armed in Faith, it's armedinfaith.org. We are a, a Christ-focused nonprofit ministry. Uh, we have merchandise. We have some pretty cool t-shirts on there. Uh, we have other resources, like I said, how to share the gospel. We do reels. I do know that we, you know, our, our message has gotten out to over a half million people so far, just encouraging others to to either uh, share the good news or developing a relationship. Because here's the thing, and I, I can I can testify that to this, the more that you 
every time I share the good news with somebody else, I feel like I'm more blessed than the person receiving the word. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, when, when you have the opportunity to pray for someone or just give your testimony in, in right first Peter 3.15, when you share, share with gentleness, share with respect, right? We don't ever lead with, you should do this or you need to go to church. <laughs> not, not, not the opening you want to use, by the way. But when you share with that gentleness and respect, and this is what the Lord has done in my life, and I care about you, and that's why I'm sharing, you can do, right? God gave us the choice of free will. He gave you the ability to choose a relationship with him. He gave you the ability to choose to share about him or not. You have the ability to choose. He doesn't force that on anyone. Exactly. It's all up to us to decide. It is our life. We get to choose. But what are you doing with it? And what are you wanting your future to look like? Right. And that's what we're just trying to do is to make it a little bit easier, give you a a few more resources, tips, tools, tricks, etc. Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, Uncle Glenn. Oh, it's my, it's my pleasure. It's my honor. You know, uh, the more that I, I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, you know, the more opportunities that you have, if you're not in a small group or if you, you, you know, the more that you engage in conversation about how awesome Jesus is, or even if you have questions, the more you're going to grow, the more blessed you're going to be, the more of a blessing you're going to be to other people. So uh, get engaged somehow, some way would be my recommendation to everyone listening today. Absolutely. Relationships matter. Friendships, being around like-minded people matter. So yeah, agreed. Absolutely, friends. If you haven't already, go check out armedinfaith.org. There are just so many reasons there to encourage and equip you. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. The website has great resources. So in your faith, in your walk, in, in your journey, that's there to encourage and equip you. So we are family. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Share it with your coworkers, friends, family. And I pray that we all have a heart posture to listen and learn from one another. And in that, encourage and uplift your brothers and sisters in Christ. And remember, friends, God has for us a journey of hope and purpose. So let's give our best journey back to God with sacrifice and praise. Thanks again, Uncle Glenn. See you guys later.